Yo, what's happening? John Fitch here. John Fitch knows nothing. And uh, we're going to talk about stuff. <laughs> we're going to talk about some stuff. They, uh, there were some fights. I didn't see the fights. It wasn't a UFC, no bare knuckles. Uh, there was the PFL stuff, um, but I did not see uh, any of those fights. Um, but we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the merger. I think that's what we're going to talk about today, and whatever else we <clears throat> find ourselves getting into. <clears throat> maybe even if we uh, run out of stuff to talk about, maybe we'll even uh, open things up for some some questions or whatever. And um, we'll do a little consultation, a free consultation today. But yeah, guys, um, let's talk about the merger. Let's talk about this merger, right? Bellator has been purchased once again. It's purchased by PFL. And there's a lot of astroturfing going on, a ton of astroturfing from people who are trying to put their best foot forward and say the nice thing. But this is a bad. This is bad. This is a horrible thing for fighters. A hundred percent horrible thing for fighters, uh, because you now have one less promoter bidding on contracts. You have one less. That means you have less leverage. You have less opportunities. You have less um, freedom to find the best place for you. It's not good. It's not good at all. Um, and they're also astroturfing by saying, oh, this this solidifies our, our position as the number two promotion in MMA. Well, sorry, guys, but you're talking about the UFC who's who's up here. You can't even see it on the screen. And uh, the next 10 uh, promotions are all the way down here at the bottom off the screen in comparison of viewership and money made, money money made, money earned. That second place doesn't mean shit. Doesn't mean shit at all. You you can take the viewership and the money paid to the 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 next ten promotions, the next ten promotions, right? And they won't even come close to being in the same bar ballpark as the UFC's numbers. It's not a competition. They're not even close. It's not even. Close. It's like. Me playing a game of, or me fighting, me fighting my nine-year-old son, me fighting my nine-year-old son, straight up MMA, full contact, and uh, I beat him, and he's like, well, I got second place. I'm, I'm, I'm in second, guys. I'm the second best fighter. Is he? No. Get over it. Get over this nonsense. It's so stupid. It's really stupid. One, one of the things that really agitates me, and it's agitated me for a very long time from the very beginning, and it was, it was what started me out the door uh, fighting for the PFL. These arrogant piece of shits called themselves a fucking league. The Professionals Fighter League. You're not a league. By definition, you're not, you are not a league. I feel like it should be criminal in some, in some way. They, they, they mislead the public. We'll just call ourselves a league so everybody will believe that we're a league. Same thing UFC did. They just didn't put it in the name. They're not a league. There's not multiple owners. There's not one sanctioning uh, entity holding the title. It's not a league in any way, shape, or form. It is not a league. And I know I'm talking to an idiot. I know I'm absolutely talking to an idiot online when somebody says, 
oh, well, you just need to shop yourself around to the other fight leagues. There are no fight leagues. There are no fight leagues. It's not a thing. Ever. Hasn't been. You have promotions. They're promoters. They promote events. That's it. They're not a league. They're not multiple owners. They're not multiple team owners with an independent title floating around. It's not it. You're a promoter. I feel like there should be some kind of criminal punishment for false advertising. They're not, you're not a you're not a league in any shape or form. I had no interest in in wanting. I thought that was just a slap in the face, kick in the nuts, you know. I because I at the time I had done multiple interviews talking about how UFC is not a league. This isn't a league. They're not leagues, and they come around like, hey, we sold and we're changing our name to the Professional Fighter League. I'm like, oh, that would be great if you had multiple owners bidding on the fighters, and then an independent title that none of the promoters controlled. That would be a league. But you don't have a fucking league. It's not a fucking league, dumbass. You're a dumbass if you believe that it's a league. Stupid. You're a stupid person. Really stupid person. There are no leagues. Right? You need multiple team owners, multiple owners, and an independent title, independent rankings. That would be a league. We don't have leagues in MMA. They do not exist anywhere. Get it through your skulls. All right, so I'm just going to pick around some of these articles. You guys want to see the articles? I just read them to you. There's so many advertisings on this shit everywhere. I can't stand. I can't stand this. I'm just going to put it up, I guess. Might as well. Which is the one? Okay, there's one. We'll start here with uh, CBS Sports, right? PFL, Bellator, Merge, Professional Fighters, League Dumbasses acquires Bellator MMA to change the MMA la- landscape. Yeah, they're changing it by making it less, there's less competition, even less competition. It's less competitive. You have less options to go to more fight uh, promotions. There are less big promoters out there now. You're going to have to sign contracts with the same people. Let's take that off. <clears throat> oh, all right. Should I make it big? Should I make myself a little? Where's the thing, man? I'm sorry, guys. All right, all right. I'll make myself little. Maybe you guys can read along. Uh, the promotion made the announcement on Monday after Bellator completed its final event with Showtime over the weekend. So this is all this ramblings that was going on last week. Bellator MMA is under new ownership. PFL announced on Monday that it had purchased the promotion from Paramount to create a stronger competitor to the UFC. The promotion was sold and Paramount received a minority stake in the new company that was formed. Bellator 301 went down this past Friday, uh, marking the promotion's final event on Showtime. And uh, under Paramount Global Ownership, the rumors have swirled for months that the promotion was for sale with PFL emerging as the most likely buyer. Rumors of PFL making the move increased earlier in 2023 when the promotion received a $100 million investment from Saudi Arabia Public Investment Fund. So it's a, it's a, it's a thing, you guys, I want you to pay attention to. The fact that 
PFL and a lot of these promoters are getting big money uh, investors, big money investors, big, um, you know, ESPN, Disney, those things, throwing money in. There's a lot of money coming from outside. Um, I've, I've said a number of times, I have a feeling that that one FC or, or one championship has a lot of dirty money. It looks like there's a lot of dirty money coming out. It's like that's a criminal enterprise that's washing money. It just does. I'm sorry. Um, because I don't know what they're like. You don't know what the viewership is. Like they have, yeah, they have access to billions of people in Asia, but like how many people are actually watching? Like the events don't look that crazy. Like it doesn't look like there's that big of a fan base, but they're, they're paying guys good money. They're putting on shows. But I don't know, man. It looks kind of like people are washing money. And then you have PFL. I feel like they're always out there selling and getting more and new investors. You're always hearing about them getting new investors. You got a new investor, new investor, new money coming in from outside. So a lot of what they're doing, I think, they just try to make themselves look nice. They're, they're dressing up a turd. They're dressing up a turd, putting sparklies on it, putting in a nice dress. And then they're selling it to to gullible people who think they're going to make a ton of money on mma they look at the usc they look at the numbers uh they look at the moody's reports and how you have so much of an advantage over other sports because you have uh you don't have to deal with collective bargaining you you, you can pay underpay your athletes uh, immensely and, and um man it's a high turnaround. You just get rid of the guys. If you don't like them, they're not cooperating. You get rid of them, you get somebody new in. Fans don't really notice or care. They just keep getting new money from outside. Um, so, yeah, Saudi Arabia is getting really into the promotion thing, it seems like, right? Because we had the Francis Naganu situation over there. Um, all right, so this is... Davis, right? Is there, this is their guy. Uh, he says, this totally changes the MMA landscape overnight, Davis said in a statement to the Financial Times. You essentially put two number two companies to create a co-leader. The combined PFL Bellator roster now has 30% of its fighters who are ranked top 25 in the world by Fight Matrix. That's the same as UFC has in their roster. Okay, so first and foremost, yes, the landscape has changed. It has changed. It's worse. The landscape is worse for fighters because, like I said, there are less opportunities. There are less people bidding on you. There are less people bidding on you. You go, you say you set up an auction. You're selling some old stuff in your front front lawn. Well, two people show up. You think you're going to get much higher bids because two people are going back and forth? Or you got 15 people. Who are now looking at your goods and wares, and want to and want to bid? You're gonna you're gonna get more money with more bidders, because you're gonna be able to leverage them against each other. I'll say, okay, well, I got this offer from these guys. I got this offer from these guys. Can you do better? Well, now there are less people. There are less, and the contracts are super tight. They're long term, and they keep people locked up. A lot of times, they end up just benching some guys. Right, that's what UFC does a lot. UFC benches guys. Guys will just put, they'll sign them and sit them and not fight them, because they have buddies that they want to give fights to, 
from their buddy, uh, their, their buddy uh, manager companies, you know, because they're maybe banging the same chicks and uh, <laughs> skipping, you know, an actual, I skip an actual sport. It's just, I don't know, man, I get fired up on this. So less bitters, less bitters for the athletes. That's not good. That is not good. That's a bad thing. It's a bad thing. Uh, from a fan standpoint of view, me as a fan, I, I think it's cool that we'll get to watch certain people fight each other now because they're under the same banner, but it, that fucks the fighter over because they're not going to get paid more. They're not going to get a chance to have them negotiate against each other. And, man, I don't see <laughs> this being good. I don't see it being good. It would be great if these guys – they act like it's impossible. It's impossible for these two fighters to fight because they fight for different promotions. Oh, darn it. They'll never be able to fight. Dumbass. Just co-promote. Co-promote a show. Suck it up. <laughs> right? Stop being fucking stupid. Quit being stupid. Boxing co-promotes. We get to see those fights. We get crossover fights all the time. Constantly. Yep, I hear that. Virgin Taker 96 says, I watched PFL on Friday. Every time the camera turned to the crowd, there were empty seats. Hamzamir says, one championship loses uh, more money. <laughs> That's a good question. Michael Gillette says, who loses more money, PFL or 1FC? And I, I, I think like their, their business model isn't to make money from the fights. I've said this before. I don't think a lot of these promoters um, are trying to make money through viewership. They're, they're trying to get investors to overspend, and then they're getting um, sponsors. They're getting sponsors, but the sponsors I don't think work out that well because – they don't see a return. They don't see that big of a return. Uh, and like, man, I follow all the social medias of these of these promotions. I I didn't, I didn't even know PFL. I knew the, the the deal went down. I knew this merger happened, but I didn't even know they had an event. I didn't know they had an event until uh, like Saturday morning, or Friday. Or was it Friday? Oh, Saturday morning. Yeah, because we were looking to see if there was any fights anywhere to watch. And we were thinking, oh, there might be a PFL this, this weekend. I think I saw something about that or whatever. Um, well, that's a good question. Um, Michael Gillette says, do you like the playoff format of the MMA, of uh, the playoff format for MMA? So that's the tournament system. I don't necessarily dislike their tournament system. Uh, if you, you enter the year and everybody fights – that year to try to win the tournament. I don't have too much of a problem with that, um, but the contracts have to end after that year. It has to be a one-year contract. You have to sign them, one-year contract, they do the tournament, they win, now you have to renegotiate to bring them back. Um, otherwise, I think if you do like a three-year deal, it should be guaranteed money 
and you get monthly payments. If you did a three-year deal for $100,000 a year, right? That's flat. That's what I get. Every month I get, I get paid for those three years, no matter whether I'm injured, sick, I'm fighting, I fight 10 times, it doesn't matter. That's just my, that's my base. That keeps me with the promotion. I, I, I get fed and I get clothing. I live because I signed with them and they're paying me to be with them. I'm not getting iced out and frozen, right? Then we have bonuses that you go with that you'll pay the fighters per fight, per win, tournament win, stuff like that. I'm, I'm okay with that. That sounds like a pretty good system. Um, but I, I, I don't know if it's even necessary because I don't think there's anything wrong with the boxing system. There's a lot of people who want to bitch and moan about stuff, but everything that happens bad in boxing happens 10 times worse in MMA. I have not heard good arguments from anybody. The boxing's dead, though. Yeah, but we don't want it to be like boxing. Why? Explain. Somebody explain what you don't like about it. Because the things that people mention is way worse in MMA. It's way worse. Judging's worse. <laughs> like the, the, the pay, way worse on every level. From beginning all the way to, to the, the top guys, there's only that one, what, like 85, 90 percentile slot that makes a little bit more. It's because UFC overpays guys when, when they first start. Not everybody's worth 10 and 10 when they start in the UFC. Sorry. But they do that to, to cloud people's minds because some dummy will look at a Floyd Mayweather card and see a guy who's 3-0 and making $3,000. Like, oh, see, look. He's on a Floyd Mayweather card. And he's not making any money. But what, bitch? What? Look at these guys in the UFC. What did they make when they were three and zero? Like, hard. Not that many people get to go into the UFC before like ten fights, even. I'm sorry. It's not comparable. It's a weak argument. It's pathetic. Okay, let's let's go back to some more of this stuff, man. I got a lot of bad feelings. Uh, some of these things. What else is there? Um, all right, Viacom purchased Bellator 2011 and aired across various networks, including MTV, Spike, Paramount Network, CBS Sports Network, and Showtime. At one point during the stretch, Bellator events were streamed on DAZN. Davis stated that Bellator will continue to run as a separate promotion from PFL. For the time being, with its own set of fight rules, including elbow strikes, something that was seemingly confirmed by women's featherweight champion Chris Cyborg during Saturday's event. The promotion will, however, share its roster of fighters. PFL currently airs on ESPN and streams on ESPN Plus, with a season format that culminates in tournaments with $11 million prize, uh, million dollars in prize. <clears throat> the promotion is also expected. Um, expanding into pay-per-view events and has made major signings with social media star Jake Paul and the sports top heavyweight Francis Nagato. <sighs> okay, okay. So yeah, I don't I don't like the no elbow thing. I don't like the no knees on the head to the on the ground. I don't like that either. I don't like it at all. I don't you know, I want to see the fight. I want the headbutts back, man. Multi-star kicks and head stomps, you know, multiple fights in the night. I want, I want fights. I want it raw. I want it real. Not as real as it gets. I want it real. Let's go. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of a lot of astroturfing here. I don't think 
that this is all that good of a deal for the athletes at all. I think uh, it might be a good deal for PFL because now they got they bumped up their their ranked fighters. And let's talk about that, the ranked fighters, and how I think that's kind of a bullcrap metric, 100% bullcrap metric. You guys tell me what you think, but I think it's a bullcrap metric. They're saying, let's see if I can find it. <clears throat> um, I had a couple things up here. Is this the one that has it? Okay, yeah, this is the one. So I'll share this one too. All righty, all righty. You guys, you see it? This thing's pain in my butt. All righty. <clears throat> PFL buys Bellator. What it means for the landscape of MMA. The long rumored deal has been announced. The Professional Fighter League has officially acquired Bellator to form one of the largest and most formidable combined mixed martial arts organizations in the world. Why? Where do they get that from? Formidable? How? How? How are they formidable? How much money are they making? How are they formidable? How many viewer? How much viewership are they getting? I never even hear when these fights are going on. I follow all their social media. I don't. I don't ever hear anything. Like I miss them all the time. I'm. I'm trying. I'm trying my best to watch every fight I can, so I can talk about it with you guys on Sunday night. And I, how many times have we talked about the PFL? Like never. And am I the only one? It, isn't it extremely bizarre and weird that PFL has a deal with ESPN and so does UFC? I, I've long believed that there is some some type of money link between UFC and PFL. There's something going on, something going on. W whether it's a direct financial leak between the two, some some ghost company who's running both or whatever, or it's just some buddies. It's just some rich billionaires who are friends and they're helping each other out running these two promotions. I, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't, it's weird, man. Hemzamir says, I don't like rankings, just do tournaments like Pride and Strike Force and see who the best is. I, I mean, you need rankings. Um, like with boxing, you know, you, you like prize fighting, guys. This is the definition of prize fighting. A lot of people don't even understand. Okay, this is why you can't have uh, MMA run like pro wrestling. That's why it's a red flag immediately. If you think that, obviously, the closest business model to MMA and UFC is pro wrestling, guess what? You're admitting that they're doing something illegal. Okay, you cannot do that. You cannot run a actual sport like a, a, a production. Pro wrestling is a production. It's not. It's not a. It's not a, a sport. Well, sports entertainment. No, that's fake. It's not a sport. Just because you say sport in front of entertainment doesn't make it magically some kind of sport. Now, it's gymnastics. It's big guys doing gymnastics, scripted. It's fake. Fake. It's not a real sport. You can't govern it and run it like a sport, right? Prize fighting is prize fighting. Pro wrestling is not prize fighting. It's fake. It's a production. Prize fighting. What is the prize, guys? What's the prize? What's the prize that all the guys are competing for? Rank and title. It's not the money because you compete as a prize fighter as an amateur where there's no money. You're still competing as a, a prize fighter. Okay? The prize is rank and title. You have to fight and beat a guy with a better rank than you to climb the ladder. 
And then once you have climbed the ladder, you get the opportunity to fight guys who are ranked higher than you. Right? Ranks and titles. That's what we're fighting for is prize fighters. The secondary aspect that comes along with prize fighting is getting paid. And that pay comes from notoriety. Notoriety, putting butts in seats, being exciting, people knowing your name. That, that, that's what drives your pay up. That's what drives your pay up. I had zero issue with um, that CM Punk making a million dollars fighting. I, I didn't care. I, I thought it was a clear sign to everybody else, a few to everybody else, but he had notoriety. He brought a lot of eyeballs with him. I don't, I don't have a problem with that. I, I didn't. I never had a problem with him fighting at that. I think I wish it would have been a more of a wake-up call to a lot of the fighters, but it wasn't. But I have no problem with it because he brought a lot of eyeballs in. Jake Paul, you give him a fight in the PFL and he, he gets beat up, Who cares, whatever. People are watching. I don't care. You have notoriety, fine. Then let that get you into the show and make you money. Okay. But you shouldn't be given a rank because of that popularity. You're like, oh, hey, this guy's really popular. Let's just make him fight for the title. <laughs> if if CM Punk would have been put in there and his first fight would have been a title shot, then that would have been um that would have been no good. I wouldn't have liked that. But I have no problem with him getting paid what he did for that. Right? So prize fighting. That's what prize fighting is, guys. All right. So some somebody was trying to argue on, on Twitter the other day. I just had to block him because he's just so stupid. If you don't understand the difference between prize fighting, actual sport, and pro wrestling, which is not a sport, it's scripted. It is scripted entertainment. That's it. It is not a sport. Sports entertainment. Sports entertainment. I can go suck on an exhaust pipe. Finish the job because your brain is mostly dead. You're not wrong there, man. I'm not a fan of him, but he's done it. He's played the game well. He has. Um, Kepsta is saying O'Malley is doing it right. Even if I'm not a fan, it's all about building a fan base. Yeah, he took his time. He built himself up slowly. He built the skills up slowly, and he worked hard to build up his fan base online. Smart. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock him for that at all. He did good. I'm just, you know, not a huge fan. But he, he played the game right. He played the game right. Not a problem. Man. All right. Where are we at? Where are we at? Let's go back to this. Is I talking about the ranks yet? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> um. Founder, chairman, and co-owner Don Davis took 2X with the announcement on Monday morning, right? He says, new MMA global powerhouse. Oh! PFL acquires Bellator. He says, our fighter roster uh, equal to UFC. Both 30% of the top 25 world-ranked fighters. PFL launch uh, reimagined re 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 Bellator. Bellator International Champion Series. Mega events for fans, 2024 PFL champs for Bellator champs. <sighs> okay. So this ranking garbage. First and foremost, we've had at least 10 years, 10 years plus of a hardcore UFC monopoly. 
where they control rank and title and ascension to title. And so does every other promoter. Every other, everyone else follows their lead. They're all doing the same thing. They're all following their contracts, exploiting the fighters as much as they possibly can. And the idea that you are going to have independent rankings after a decade of this type of behavior is asinine. It's, it's stupid to think that there's any, any level of legitimacy to any of those rankings because who's doing the rankings? How are these guys competing? They don't compete across sport, across promotions, across leagues. <laughs> they don't compete against cross promotions. So these guys are hardly ever competing against each other. We're not getting to see certain guys fight against certain guys. How are you ranking them? Where's the rank come from? People are just pulling ranks out of their ass. 100%. Oh, well, this guy threw this many punches and he has this many finishes and blah, 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 blah. It's all a bunch of nerd garbage. Nothing matters until they actually get into the, the ring and fight. These rankings are absolute ass. Ass. Ass rankings. They mean nothing. It's all promotional hoopla, PR garbage. Oh, hey guys, we got we got the top 30% of the fake made up things. <laughs> to me, that proves to me that this is just a selling, selling point to investors. They sell this garbage to investors to get them uh, to separate with the money. A fool's separated from his, his cash all the time, every second, right? And uh, I think PFL is really good at scamming people. Really good at scamming people and getting money from them. Um, what else? What else? They do have, man. So you've got you're gonna they're gonna operate. They're gonna operate as two separate entities for a little while. We'll see how that um, works out because they're already not promoting themselves very well. They're not. Like, I don't know when the fights are. Do you guys know when the fights are? Do you ever hear about the fights coming up? And I mean, I'm following all this shit. I'm supposed to be, I'm following them on the Twitters, following them on the, the Instagrams. And I, I don't see their stuff pop up. Is the algorithm just skipping me for some reason? Oh, Hamzamir, don't say league. I hope you're messing with me. <laughs> Hamzamir says, I wish Scott Coker starts his own fight league. Mm, mm, promotion. They're all promotions. There are no leagues. Don't let them corrupt your mind with, with bullshit words. Because that, that word means nothing in prize fighting. There are no leagues in prize fighting. It's asinine. Absolutely asinine. You, you could call, like, the WBC a league more than, you know, a, than any MMA promotion because at least that's, like, a, a singular title that all the promoters try to compete against each other for. That makes more sense as a league, the WBC Boxing League. That makes technical more sense than MMA is calling your shit a league. It's not. It's not a league at all. There's no leagues in MMA. It's stupid. It's really stupid. 
Uh, off off uh, topic question, Michael saying, would you fight with your hair that long, John, or do you think you would get in your eyes too much? Uh, I don't know, man. I think like grappling, it might get pulled around a lot. I don't know. I don't know if it would, uh, you know, I put it up in like the man bun thing when I do a lot of my workouts. But I don't know, grappling, I think it might get pulled a little bit. I don't know. Kept uh, saying having a name and fans gets you more money. What do you estimate is Bo Nickel first contract with UFC? They lowball everybody, man. They don't care. Like they're gonna they're gonna tell you you're worthless and you're not that big of a deal. And oh, well, you didn't you didn't do that much stuff. So we're only gonna give you ten and ten. I don't think he's making that great of a deal. They lock guys in, especially the good guys. They lock them in for long term for very little money. Yeah, uh, Ralph. Think, yeah, I don't know. Everything's getting everything's getting monopolized. Like one institute, well, like Disney's buying up all kinds of stuff. I think they own Fox and ESPN, and all this stuff is. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of weird stuff going on, guys. Seriously, because you have Disney, right? They're super. They're super like far left. They they support a lot of leftist ideology. They support um, a lot a lot of that a lot of woke stuff going on. Disney supports that. ESPN has been pushing a lot of woke stuff for the last five seven years, ten years or so. Um, but Dana is working with them and they don't ever say anything. They don't have to come after him. Uh, he has Donald Trump come to the events and nobody says, nobody says anything. Nobody says anything. Um, some, the guy who was trying to argue about like comparing, um, UFC and, and, and pro wrestling on, on the Twitter was, was yelling a bunch of woke stuff. Cause I used the word retard or the R word and, I said that uh, Black Lives Matter was a terrorist organization. <laughs> and he was going off on that. So he was woke. But at the same time, he was defending the UFC and Dana White. These people are, they're very inconsistent. They're very inconsistent with their so-called beliefs. I don't understand. I really don't get it. <clears throat> and then you have WME, right? Owned by Ariel Manuel. His brother was a disgraced uh, mayor of Chicago, um, WME worked with Harvey Weinstein and covered up a lot of Harvey Weinstein's rapes. Um, they're doing a lot of work covering up Conor McGregor's rapes. Man, like there's some really weird, bizarre stuff going on. Now you've got Saudi Arabia putting money in. That's That's weird too, right? Because you've got all the stuff that's going on with Palestine and Israel right now and Saudi Arabia is throwing money at um, these entities and people who support <laughs> Israel. I, I don't understand. There's a lot of stickiness going on here and it's just super, super weird, super weird, right? I'm Zamir, right? He's saying it. 
Hemsworth says, Ari Emanuel is the agent of Donald Trump and Obama. <laughs> Do people not see these things and put them together that something's up? I don't have the answers, but it's weird, man. It's weird. It's very weird. Almost like all this stuff is just made up to uh, confuse people and and steal money from them. I don't. I don't know, man. Uh, okay, so let's go into another little thing here, right? So Anthony Smith chimed in. I just I just googled the deal and went through a bunch of stuff just to see what I could find, and Anthony Smith. Um, chimed in with his opinion, and I want to kind of share this too. All right, hopefully you guys can see this. All right, so Anthony Smith weighs in on it, right? Anthony Smith recently weighed in on UFC's uh, unassailable position in the MMA landscape amidst the Bellator-PFL merger. During a conversation on the Believe You, Me podcast with the Cyclops, Michael Bisping, Smith shared his insights on why UFC remains unparalleled in the MMA world. <clears throat> he doesn't really give a good reason why. Uh, Smith emphasized that while healthy competition is good and provides opportunities for fighters outside the UFC, attempting to replicate or surpass the UFC status is an uphill battle. The light heavyweight contender shared his views by stating, here it is, it's great that there are other competitor, uh, competitors out there. It drives the market higher. It gives you a lot of fighters who aren't in the UFC an opportunity to make money and make a living and provide for their families. But I wish these companies would just be okay with being who they are. So first and foremost, he says, um, Right. Uh, it drives market higher. It gives a lot of fighters who are in the UFC an opportunity to make money. That's bullshit because you're, you've lessened the competition. There are less compet competitors out there now. Right. You, you had Bellator and PFL separately bidding on athletes, trying to get them for their shows. Now you have one person. You have one person to make the deal with, and they decide whether to put you into PFL or Bellator. That's a bad thing. That's less options. That's less opportunities. Like, is he is he paid to be stupid or is he just that stupid? Um, then he goes, what, comparing, comparing UFC and luxurious car brand, Lionheart further remarked, it's the Ferrari, it's the Rolls Royce. You're never going to be that because that's an established brand. You can't take over a brand. You also cannot compete with a monopoly. It's a monopoly. It's a monopoly. Straight up monopoly. It's illegal. We have a, we have court coming up in April. We're having a trial. We're having a trial because they are a monopoly. They have broken antitrust. They have committed antitrust violations, and they're getting sued for over a billion dollars. It's not. It's not Ferrari. They're not the only place that really makes cars. Ferrari built itself. Rolls Royce built itself in a free market. 
UFC did not. They stole the sport. They cheated. They broke the law. They broke the law. Sorry, guys. It wasn't hard work and, and good gumption and all that stuff. No, it was cheating. They cheated. That's it. Yeah, it was, he was gifted, Hemzamir says. Bisping is the worst champion in history. He was gifted. He was gifted. He didn't even win that fight. I don't think he won that fight. He was given two fights that I don't I think he lost. So again, you have people pushing nonsense. It's not a Rolls Royce brand. They stole. They stole a sport. They stole it. Um what was the next thing? Yeah, the uh, again, and I, the idea that <laughs> the idea that oh, we're we're definitely the number two promotion in the world now. Yeah, we're definitely a number two promotion. Like you're so far away from number one, though, you're not really even on the board. You're not even on the board. You're not in the race. You're not even in the race. You're right. He did. He lost those fights 100%. He lost. He lost to Anderson Silva. He was out on the fence. They should have stopped the fight. He lost. He lost both of those fights. I didn't think they were even close. They gifted him. It's all pro wrestling, guys. It's all pro wrestling. I'm sorry to upset you, tell you that your pro wrestling is not real. It's not. Sorry. You sound bitter. You sound bitter. <laughs> Loser. Losers. I'm retired. I enjoy my life. My life's awesome. You're the ones that are stupid and believing lies from people who beat their wives. Hmm, what's the next? Oh, yeah, I thought this was interesting. I thought this was a little interesting thing, right? Is this the right one? I think so. Let's double check. Yeah, all right. Here's another little thing I found. This is what, what? Fan Nation. Zane Bando. All right. And um, all right. at press time, it is unknown which fighters will make the transition, but given the state of the industry, the PFL going all in on Bellator, previously owned by Viacom, it wants to be a significant player in the space. Financial is the important thing. Financial advisors, including Lion Tree and City, as the promotion project projects to be worth four billion nine years from now. Unlike the Strike Force purchase from the UFC, the companies will operate separately instead of completely folding into the promotion. Television details. And event schedule will be announced in the future. So, one, um, I don't think, I don't think they're going to operate separately for that long. I, I, I don't think. Um, maybe. 
I think eventually they're just going to smash them together because they're not going to have enough names to carry the events. I think, honestly, the tournament system is much better for younger unknown fights, fighters. I, especially if you could do, you know, fights where you're fighting two or three times in a night, if you could have actual night a night tournament where there's more than one fights in a night. Because it, it gives fans, they, they get closer to that fighter. They watch him fight three times in a night. When, when they don't know you and they see you fight a bunch of times or they see you go through the tournament, whether it's in one night or it's over the year, I think I think that I think it builds up your notoriety. I think that helps. I think it's a good thing. It can be a good thing for for uh, for fighters. But once you're established, I don't think the tournament necessarily is the best. Or maybe you do a, a tournament every four years or something. Uh, but the big thing, right? Financial advisors included Lion Tree and City as the promotion projects to be worth four billion nine years from now. So they're throwing out what they think it's going to be worth. They're they're planting seeds to investors, right? That's what that sounds like to me. You, you're throwing out that uh, financial stuff. Hey, we're planning on making this much money in the future. We just we just need some more investors. Ooh, just give us some more money, and we'll make it happen. It's going to happen. It's totally going to happen. And then you got the banks and the the uh, uh, the financial advisors chiming in, be like, "Oh yeah, this is a good this is a good investment. This is a really smart investment. You guys with your money should put a lot of money in this." I think that's how their whole funding is because it's not viewership because none of us are watching, none of us know when how the fights are on. I I don't know, man. Money. Hamzamir saying, "Why is Randy Couture promoting PFL then?" Um, you guys got to make money, you know, not everybody is much of a, I don't know, an asshole. I don't know what you would call me. I, I just, I don't, I don't want to, I feel like working in this system, I'm helping the pimps. I'm becoming a pimp, helping the pimps take money from the fighters. I don't want to, I don't want a part of that. I don't want to be a part of that. It's sad. It's ugly. I could I could shut my mouth and not do these shows and and tell the truth and tell what I'm actually thinking and put my mic and tucks on and and act like I give a shit like these guys are because they the way they talk on camera isn't how they talk off camera and uh, I I really don't know I don't understand why people are okay with doing that. Well, you got to feed yourself. You got to make money. I just I don't know, man. I just I'm not comfortable with it. I don't like it. <laughs> Michael Gillette is saying that uh, PFL is the FTX of MMA. Oh, man, that's interesting. There's a lot of embezzling and stuff going on. Washing money, laundering money, it's possible. You know, big money from Saudi investors, big money from other people who just want to be close to the fights and want to be part of something big. I feel like they just keep jumping from Sugar daddy to sugar daddy, honestly. Here's the thing about making a lot of money, though, Hamzamir. Some people will never make enough money because they spend money the way they spend money. 
I'm not saying he does. I don't know who his spending habits are. But I know a lot of people who work all the time and they're always broke. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Life's not that expensive, guys. It really isn't. People are making up a lot of excuses. Well, we got to pay for this. A lot of, most of the stuff that you're paying for, you don't need. Most of the things. I mean, think of how long human beings survived on planet Earth without the comfy, cushy stuff we have. We're totally capable of making food, growing food, sewing clothes up, like living like that. Like, I, I don't know, man. We've all been all been duped into this consumerism. If we're not spending money, if we're not buying things, if we don't have money, if we're not making a bunch of money, then we're not good. I just don't understand it. I just want what I want. I don't need... I don't need your supercar. I want a nice truck. I don't. I there's so many, uh, so many things that people spend tons of money on that I I just don't see any value in. <laughs> Coach Gloy chiming in saying I had three Thanksgivings, two birthday. And had to fix the car this weekend. I spent no money for those reasons. Ha <laughs> ha. Like I just, I don't, I don't know, man. The things people want to spend money on just to brag and tell other people they spent money on it. I don't, I don't get it. I want to, I want to <laughs> sell my soul to the devil so I can impress people I don't like. <laughs> just the stupidest shit ever, man. It's extremely stupid, dumb. Oh, man. And then what else did we have? All right. Chris Eubanks Jr., right? He's a boxer. He was on Errol Hawani the other day. And these boxers, they can look and they can see it. They they understand. Right? Uh, the former boxing champion, a 36-fight veteran, is an MMA fan and said on a recent episode of the MMA Hour that fighter pay needs work for the sport to continue to evolve. He's 100% right. I personally feel that MMA has um, there's that uh, has declined. I think it's declined 100% uh, because of those reasons. I think the, the UFC's monopoly has produced a worse product. I think you have a lot more empty fights, uh, people in fights that probably shouldn't be in those fights. And uh, I don't think we're better off. I think we're stagnated, right? Uh, he goes on. He says, it's just entertaining, Eubank says, said. I like everything about the UFC except how Dana's monopolized it and how those guys aren't getting paid anywhere near as much as we're making in boxing. But that's the only downside to the sport, in my opinion. Boxers get it. The boxers get it. Um, especially if they sit down and pay attention to what's going on. I, I had uh, um, Ed Lattimore on the show a long time ago. And we were talking about some of the stuff. And he, he didn't even understand how bad it was. Like 
and he was saying, you know, as bad as as bad as boxing was for him, because he was a heavyweight back in the day, he said as bad as uh, boxing was for him, it's still way better than MMA. He still had more freedom. He had more opportunities. He had more ability to do what he wanted with his life. The boxers get it. It's like we have Stockholm syndrome, man. So many guys have Stockholm syndrome. They just they don't want to. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Don't tell me. And then with this monopoly, and he said it himself. He said it pretty greatly. With Dana's monopoly, with the UFC's monopoly, it's a monopoly. It is what it is. Um, and all, and this is the thing too. All these other promotions, they're in on it. They're 100% in on it, okay? Because they make money off of the monopoly too. Because they get locked into a position, it's harder for new people to come in. Like the uh, entrance, the barrier to entrance into the system is very difficult. Because, uh, not because it's expensive to put on shows and fights, but because you can't get the names. The names are all tied up. If you don't have any names to push, to push your event, you're going to have a hard time selling events and making money. Ah, uh, man, Michael. So uh, he says, Michael saying, I think PFL is paying MMA media to hype them up, John. I don't know if there's direct payments, but these uh, the media is not media. It's PR. It's 100% PR. They work PR for the promoters. 100%. The promoters have the power to tell their fighters not to go there, not to talk to those people, not to go on their shows. Uh, they'll, they'll invite their own special people. If you're not writing flowery and nice things for them and building them up, they'll not invite you to the shows. They'll not give you the special um, attention and, and uh, events and all that stuff. They'll, they'll lock you out. And it's already hard as it is to make money as a as a journalist out there so these these media companies end up just doing pr it's just all pr 100 percent. like how how many of these how many articles like this some of the some of the grievances some of the things i've mentioned today how many articles have you read uh, mentioning any of them might have some old crazy person making shit up out of nowhere no i'm not even that smart but I can see this stuff. It's pretty plain on the wall. I don't know nothing, but I know something smells. Something stinks. I don't know who that is. Rattlesnake. Napoleon blown apart. What's that? Hamzamir, do you uh, now think the tough season one finale was the worst thing that ever happened in MMA? Because back in the day, I thought it was a good thing, but now I don't because of this UFC monopoly happened. I didn't like it then either. I hated it. I hated it. I I, I had a really sick uh, sinking pit in my stomach when I was watching it. Yeah, it's an entertaining fight, but I understood what that fight meant. And 
the idiots that it brought in. Like it opened the door to pro wrestling and the UFC just kept pushing pro wrestling, pro wrestling, pro wrestling. I think that's one of the reasons why things are so awful is because the primary fan base right now is pro wrestling fans. They're just pro wrestling fans. They're not fight fans. They're not actual fight fans. They don't care about what's real. They just want to believe the story. It's still real to me. Damn it. The Hulk Hogan and Iron Sheik are the greatest. Can't stand it. I can't stand that shit, man. <sighs> like, these guys arguing, actually arguing, well, I don't think you should compare uh, boxing and, and MMA together or other sports. You, you, you need to do something that's closely uh, more modeled like their business model, pro wrestling. Use pro wrestling. It's not a sport, you moron. Dude, does, does, <laughs> does, a, government, does a government overlook... Right? Does the Athletic Commission overlook pro wrestling? No, but they do boxing, they do MMA, they do kickboxing, they do bare knuckles. Some things are actually prize fighting, and some things just a production. It's a television show. It's men acting in tights. I'd say they should rename pro wrestling to men acting in tights. 100%. <clears throat> you going to watch uh, the SummerSlam men acting in tights this weekend? That's what it is. That's a, that's a good, that's a mystery also that goes along with all that weird stuff with him and, and Donnie, uh, um, <clears throat> Ari, uh, money from Saudi Arabia, uh, Dubai, like all, all of these things are very weird. It's a very weird mixture. Michael's saying, why wasn't Dana taken down uh, with Me Too movement? There has to be dozens of sexual harassment claims against him. NDAs, uh, he paid them off. A lot of escorts that he paid off. Michael, that's a good question, Michael. He says, weren't you a pro wrestling fan as a kid, John? Most of us were. I was. I was. I love pro wrestling. I had the little rubber doll things, right? Um, I, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Me and my friends. Would, would do it at school. we get in trouble. And part of me was like, I didn't know. I couldn't, I didn't know. I was like, man, like this is really fun and cool, but when like, I'm messing around with my friends, like this stuff doesn't work. Like I have to let them, I have to let them do that for that tech, for that move, you know, to work. If I don't, if I don't move, like it doesn't work. We both have to like play fire. We both have to be making it up. So I was, I still loved it, but I, I wasn't sure. I just, maybe, I just, maybe I didn't know. Maybe I just don't get it, you know? And then I went to my first wrestling practice. I was nine. I was nine, right? Fourth grade. Went to my first wrestling practice. And um, I realized that pro wrestling was 100% fake. That every, everything of it was fake. And it was just gut-wrenching to me. It was, it was disgusting. I was disgusted with myself for being a fan of something fake like that. Men in tights. I was like, are you serious? This is what I was watching? Just some guys acting, pretending to be tough? These guys were pretending to be tough. They weren't even like, you know, actually trying to win. They're just selling something. I was disgusted. I, I took a knife and I cut the dicks off of all the pro wrestlers. I had like six of them. I threw them in the back of my closet. I was like, you're not a fucking man. I was nine years old. I cut the dicks off, threw them in the back of my closet. I was done with pro wrestling forever.
Still him to this day. Yeah, tough used to be after Raw. That wasn't an accident. Hamza Mir saying, I remember because tough used to be on Spike after WWE Raw. <laughs> oh, Gloy saying, I'd be lying, man, if I didn't say I, I, I love, I didn't love me some Stone Cold. So that, that's the thing, man. Like I had friends in college that were really into it. Monday Night Raw was always a thing, you know. Uh, I never really got into it. They had the video game too on one of the systems that we played a lot. I just, I just wasn't into it because I was like, we have the real thing. I just didn't understand. I, I never understand why when you have one thing that's superior, why would you go to the other thing? It never made sense to me. Um, now, don't get me wrong. Like, see, Stone Cold had some cool lines. Like, I've seen the highlights. I've seen the memes. I've seen stuff. Like, okay, cool. But I, I still, what, what, did, what did we miss out on? What did we have stolen from us with there not being real wrestling? Why, why, would, why weren't we able to put, you know, like, cause you have, you have, uh, Iowa, Iowa state, Iowa versus Minnesota. They have 50,000 people show up for their arenas for, for those matches. You have sold out, um, Abu Dhabi event. You have, uh, places overseas who have wrestling, who have huge turnouts. I do not believe for one second, you couldn't have actual professional wrestling. I don't believe that. I think I, I personally think it is a um, emasculating thing that they have done to make men weaker and more pussy, turning them away from actual wrestling, actually fighting and making them celebrate some fake stuff with men in tights. I, I, I believe it's a conspiracy. I have a, it's my conspiracy theory that they pur purposely suppress wrestling in the West because they want people to be weak. They want them to be soft. They want them to believe in fake stuff. It's easier to rule over people who believe in pro wrestling, I think, than people who are forced into reality through actual wrestling. Ah, oh, this is bullshit. 100% bullshit, Capsta. Bullshit. He says, truth is, boxing needs something like UFC so we can see the best fighting the best. Like how the F... They are making an event that has Wilder and Joshua, and they are not fighting each other. It makes no sense. We have seen a number of guys fighting each other. All right, we've we've seen Naganu and 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 uh, Wilder twice. We've seen, uh, or no, we've seen Naganu and, and and Fury. We've seen Fury and Wilder twice. We've seen uh, uh, Joshua and Usk and all these other like we've seen some great crossover fights different promotions. We do see the best fights. We see more of the best fights in boxing than MMA. If you don't have everybody in that weight class signed to the UFC, those fights never happen. We miss out on way more like orders of magnitude, orders of magnitude fights. We don't get to see in MMA because no cross promotion. So yeah. Oh my God. It takes a little bit of time to negotiate and get enough money for these guys to want to fight. And you have guys literally risking their lives fighting for your entertainment and you're mad because, oh, they wanted to get paid. And do you work your job for free? 
Oh, you're ungrateful. We never get to see any of the best plumbers because he wants to get paid a living wage. He wants to get paid for his performance. I think that's nonsense. It's promoter talk. You're literally just repeating talking points that promoters put out there to, to throw people off. I do not believe for a second that we see more better fights in MMA. We don't. We've already established the rankings are garbage and bullshit, that the promoters controlling rank title and ascension to title completely throws off the ranking system and knowing who's even good. We don't even know if our champions in MMA are any good because they just may have a, 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 a contract that benefits the promoter. So the promoter does everything in this power to make sure that guy's set up to win including letting them pass drug tests that they failed and competing anyways. We know this has happened. Like if it's happened multiple times that they've gotten caught, how many more times has it happened that we have not gotten caught? I'm sorry. I don't think those are just one-off things at all. I, I in no way believe that we see more better fights in MMA than we do in boxing. Bullshit. The cards are set up differently. That's the one argument. Maybe, and, and that's changed. That's changed because uh, nowadays you, you may get one freaking fight you want to see. You might have one or two good fights on a card now in the UFC. Where it used to be back when they were doing much less shows, you had much less guys on, uh, on their uh, retainers, that the whole card was good. You'd see eight great fights that night. Wow, those were great. Those undercar fights were great. Even if the main event fizzled out, all the other a ton of the fights that were good. Boxing has always been kind of set up for that main, that one big main fight. And everybody else is just local guy who brings in their friends. And you might get a co-main that has uh, potential to be a bigger fight down the road or get some eyes on it for bigger fights down the road. That that's the way it's been set up for over a hundred years in boxing. And um that's gone in MMA. I don't even think we have that anymore. On the on some of the pay-per-views, some of the some of the pay-per-views now, you'll have three or four fights that are good. But it's not that's not the way it used to be at all. That is one thing you're correct on. I, I will agree with you on that. Capsa says, promoters protecting their assets, that precious zero. Yeah, the undefeated mark. That is something, that's the one, one big thing that I would like to change in boxing is um, the stigma over having a loss. But is that the promoter's fault? Is that the, is that the boxer's fault? Or is that the fan's fault? Is that the fan's fault for wanting their guy to be untouched as a champ? You know, I think I think the fans need to make a self-reflection on themselves and not care as much about how many fights they've lost. Ha, that's funny. <laughs> AI knows. Gloy, Coach Lois says, I asked ChatGPT if there is an undisputed MMA champion, and it said no because there is no cross-promotion fighting in MMA currently. Ding, ding, ding. AI gets it right. Yeah. Uh, Michael saying, Zufa Boxing will never get any decent boxers because they know they won't get paid 
shit to fight for them. Zufa boxing will be talent level of the tough man because they will only get paid a hot dog and a Coke. This is the thing, though, right? If you have a bunch of pro wrestling fans that don't really care about fair, uh, don't care about free competition, and they only care about the entertainment and what the show is, you'll get pro wrestling clown show boxing. Jake Paul type stuff. Guys who who never would make the top 500 in their weight class are going to be main eventing because, oh, did you hear what he said? <gasps> did you see the meme he posted? <gasps> oh, my God. People want to watch that stuff. Pro wrestling fans love that shit. It's, it's wild, man. Wild. You also have the fact that some people will do anything for clout and uh, to be famous. So you're going to have people who will be willing to fight for peanuts just because they want to be seen on TV. I haven't got it. I got a UFC boxing fight next week. I've been training for two weeks. They're out there. They'll do it. <sighs> All right, guys. Um, did I miss anything? Did I miss anything? You guys got anything to add, huh? Yeah, the only thing that's undefeated is Father Time. Sean, you're right. Sean Tobin over here. I, I was going to maybe get into some of the Aridum stuff in Sean Shelby. Jason House, they're 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 really good buddies, and they take care of each other. And I think their women take care of each other too. Um, they screw over a lot of fighters in the process of whatever they're doing. Stoner control. I don't know what that is. I don't know what stoner control is. Kamen, Kamen Rider. Yeah, I don't think you're wrong here. Hamzamir says, um, but at least back then, guys who became fans will watch Pride early UFC and then became combat sports fans or train. Yeah, you'd see a lot more people get involved. And I'm telling you, man, all of the friends, all of my friends that watched fights uh, 10 years ago when I was fighting in the 2000s, like they stopped. They stopped. They got tired of it. They don't. They don't enjoy it anymore. It's not. It seems like pro wrestling to them. I've had them tell me it's too much like pro wrestling. I don't want to watch pro wrestling, and they don't watch fights anymore. They got pushed away. Zimmer um, also says, but after 2015, all the new UFC fans are pro wrestling, and they know nothing about the sport. Hundred percent. They don't know anything about the sport that wasn't told to them. 
by Dana. Well, Dana said it. It's got to be true. It's wild, man. But whatever. Life goes on. Court date is in April. Court date's in April, and I hope that we get get the sport back. Because I, I do not like where it's gone. I do not like where it's headed. I don't like where it's at. I'd say um, I have been just gr- disgusted, I'd say, by MMA since about 2009. I think it's about 2009. Things just started like getting really weird, and the way UFC was treating the fighters and its own workers back then, and just the attitude and the and the the way the press corps kind of like shifted too from being um, a competitive free market press to PR people who worked for the promotion, and you could you would hear like talking point questions repeated. You know, you know they have that um, that creepy uh, video of all the local news stations reading the exact same template about whatever false information and other stuff, whatever. <clears throat> um, that's what it sounded like going through, uh, you know, talking to all the press people. There was no more original questions. They were all questions that were based around making the promotion look good. And, um, they would literally come out like attacking you to try to paint you into a corner so that you look worse than the promotion. It was it was promoter. It was it was a weird it was weird, man. It was weird. Yeah, I don't know, Common Writer. I haven't seen it. That would be fun. That would be fun, Rattlesnake. He says, I want Tony to beat Patty. It would be good to see Tony get a good win. Yeah, that's something I think should be it should be there. You know, uh Hamzamir says they don't even pay fighters on the basis of people seeing their fighters on UFC Fight Pass. I think you should get residuals. If they're gonna continue to show your fights years and years and years after you had the fight, I think you should be making money off of that. They're making money off of it. You said it. It's all propaganda. Kepsta says, there is no difference from the politics media and the sports media. They are, they serve and are owned by the same masters. Yes, 100%. You got to play ball. Either they're paid directly or they understand that they have to play ball and do the bidding of the powerful one or they get pushed out and they can't make money. And if they are a crazy person like me and just want to keep talking anyways, then then you get uh, restricted 
in the algorithms, you get demonetized, you, you get silenced, you get warnings sent to your followers. You sure you want to follow this person? They, they regularly post false content. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure you want to follow this guy? Man, I think Common Rider says, did you feel a lot of traditional folk style control to land ground and pound is less utilized nowadays? I think ground altogether is less utilized. Uh, one reason is there's so much of an incentive placed on stand-up fighting and knockouts. Um, on top of that, you have uh, the, the guys on bottom are encouraged to stall. They're encouraged to close guard they're encouraged to hold gloves they're encouraged to tie up the elbows and just hold on because if they can successfully stop action they get rewarded with standing being stood up so i think that's a two-way thing i think a lot of guys on top get frustrated so they don't try to go to that position because they don't want to get stalled out because they'll also get booed and then the promoter will blame them even though it's the guy on bottom who's stopping the action so i think that's kind of like double-edged sword Guys, try it less. Guys are doing it less. There's less incentive for you to do it. I mean, I remember the, the, the round and pound used to be glorified. Now it's like they don't want anybody to do to do any ground stuff. It's wild. It's a good point. Coach Glory says, I can get on ESPN Plus right now and search Mike Perry and can watch three of his fights. Hello. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they're making money. You're paying, you're paying a subscription to these people who own content that these fighters participated in making, but they're not, they don't get any more money off of it, even though, even though that platform will continue to profit off of them. That's a scam. That's scam, man. That's very scammy. You know, that's a scammy and gross is record labor, record labels taking uh, musicians uh, music and keeping it and profiting off of it and not paying the, the artist anything for making it. It's like, oh, well, we play it on our platform. We own it on our platform. It's ours now. Oh, I think it's just scummy. I'm in writer. So where are you in the lawsuit process currently for that antitrust situation? We have trial in April. We're going to trial. Going to trial. We're there, guys. You're not exactly wrong, man. Because um, jujitsu is fun; it's great, but at the same time, there, there's 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 too much of a survival mentality on a self defense aspect of it. You know, you're just kind of wearing the guy down, holding on, uh, and then taking advantage of mistakes here and there. It's not aggressive enough. I like the wrestling style of BJJ. I wouldn't say. I don't know catch wrestling, but something like my style with <laughs> collegiate wrestling and 
the jujitsu submissions paired with that, the, the domination, the grappling control, being able to, to land big shots, big punches, wear guys out. I think that's very, very useful. All right, guys, I rambled on for a while tonight and uh, it was fun. Hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. Make sure you're uh, liking, hitting the like button, share, right? Tell everybody. And uh, I'll probably get some people mad at me here for telling the truth. <laughs> Yeah, hey, Sean, uh, yeah, go back and watch the rest of the show, Mr. Tobin, because I did cover all the merger stuff. All right, guys, thanks for watching. I hope you guys had a, a good uh, Thanksgiving. hope we gave a lot of thanks for stuff, and then I hope this Christmas season is going to go well for everybody, <laughs> right? Um. Thanks for watching, guys. I'll check you out later.